Hey, sitting wrong. My name is Twig Bum Johnson, and I'm half man and half tree. Sometimes I like to go out in the forest and fuck me an L, motherfucker. But before I do, I like to listen to me some sitting wrong. Suck my shit. This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary, brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. One of your hosts, D. Simon. Wackerly here. What's up there, Wacker? Nothing. How was the uh, weekend? It was a blur. It was a blur, just drunk at night? Yeah. You know, I called you on a Friday, but uh, what would you end up doing Friday? I called you Friday because we are hitting some of the tenderloin bars. Uh, I was at the baseball game. I was watching the SF Giants get totally blown out by the Dodgers. What, what is it, dude? This is like the fifth baseball game you've been to this year. This season. Um, I enjoy myself at the baseball game way more than I do at you know the hipster bar. <laughs> I figured but, this out. But when did you embrace? I don't this? have. T- when I did don't you have... embrace this bourgeois sport? Bourgeois. <laughs> dude, if it was the Oakland A's. Dude, a baseball game Oakland is A's working would... class. You're with the effete hipsters at the hipster bar with you Not know your, your, your $300 t-shirts and your $400 jeans and your whatever, you know, boots and all that. It, it, I just don't have tattoos. So I go to the... I'm invisible when I go to the Hemlock Tavern. Dude, you go to... And it hurts! It hurts, <laughs> Dean Simon, to be you invisible. You go to a giant I'm the game, invisible man! And you pay $15 <laughs> for a, a beer. I need a black man to write a book about me. <laughs> the Invisible Man. I'm going to rewrite it. Who's that guy? Um, who wrote H.G. Wells, wasn't it? No, 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 that? no. The black one. Oh, the black one. Yeah, yeah. What's that um, dude's name? He's gay, too. James Earl Jones? James Baldwin. James Baldwin. That's, yeah, that's, that's the culture for the show, people. Yeah. yeah, the beers are expensive, but, you know, I don't know. It's just a better time. How much are the caviar hot dogs? Uh, I got a hot dog for like five bucks. Actually, that's Which is pretty place. cheap, yeah. I got like, the, you know, they have the different gradations of hot dog at the baseball game. <laughs> you, can well, go, you can get like the foot long. Well, or you the can get the one with like the half. actual real pieces of parts of the cow and pig that you wouldn't mind hearing about. <laughs> and those cost like $8. <laughs> but then you can get the hot dogs where you really don't want to know what they put in it. You can get and the tofu hot dogs too, right? I would never touch that, but I'm yeah, sure but do they sell find, those? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure yeah. you can find one. I'm San sure Francisco, for God's sake. Well, no, I, I I think I recall I texted you after the game, but you're already on your way back to Oakland. I texted you, if you remember correctly. Oh, okay. Because you said you might be in Oakland, so I said, are you still there? You said, no, I'm with Sleazy E. We're hitting up the hipster bar. Well, I was trying to uh, rally up folks to go to the Fox Theater to see Flogging Molly. Yeah, I actually talked to some people who said they saw that show. They said it was really awesome. Yeah, see, I should have gone by myself. (laughs) But anyway, I ended up at the Hemlock, and then afterwards... Uh, we went over to a new bar in the Tenderloin. It's been a while since I've been to like a new bar in the Loin. I guess this is technically Knob Hill, but it's kind of up on uh, California and Polk. And yeah. it formerly was a gay bar. Polk I, Gulch, they call it. The Polk paper. Gulch. It's like kind of right by Chemo's. And, and it's across the street on the other side. And, and yeah, you know, I think it used to be a gay bar. I don't remember the name. But they changed it into a themed bar. It's called the Cozy Car, and it has this, like, car 70s, as an automobile. Yeah, 
cozy okay. car. It has this like seventies kind of kitschy automotive theme to it. So mm-hmm. all the, all the seats are on the bar like Corvette, like vintage Corvette seats. The bar, the bar stools are yeah, the bar stools. Okay. Um, the the uh, the bar itself has like images of uh, vintage like penthouse models and Playboy uh-huh, models, right? And it's like laminated over the floor. So also. I just take my mom there and put her beer on a big open vagina, <laughs> and she'd be like, "Here's Aunt Susie." <laughs> um, but yeah, and then there's uh, the booths are hollowed out '70s vans with like shag carpeting. That's kind of cool. It's Do they have the cool. airbrushed wizards on the side? <laughs> No, but they did have, <clears throat> they had like the 70s wallpaper and like the sparkling disco lights type of thing. All right, sure. Going on. Yeah, but what was funny to me is I was looking at this bar and I was thinking, this bar is destined to fail. Nobody wants to see that shit on a week by week basis. So you're not going to get return customers. It's gimmicks. And that area isn't it really, like tourists don't get over to Pol- Polk Gulch. No, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, I think if that bar was on Fisherman's Wharf. Yeah, or like and then downtown, it would be huge. or by Union Square. Yeah, and, and then like all the uppies go, "Oh my god, this is so cool!" It's like you know, I feel like I'm on a Charlie's Angels. You'd or have something. a constant supply of people of fresh customers. Yeah. Whereas in the Tenderloin or Polk Gulch, people would rather go to like a hipster spot like the Hemlock. Hipsters, hipsters, I think would be disappointed. They'll go, there once. They'll go there once. They'll go there once like, oh, to check it out. Cool, but you're never going to want to go back again. The only cool thing about it, though, is they did have Olympia beer. When was the <laughs> last time you had that in a can? Uh, quite recently. That's a couple, couple bars have they that. Stroh's. No, I have never seen that out here. That's like a Midwestern thing. Here's my question. Female bartenders or male bartenders? Male bartenders. Fuck that place. <laughs> I hope it burns to the ground well, tonight. I, said I might that even go over there and start, set it on fire myself. We smoked a cigarette with the owner, and I was just like, you should have a big-titted bartender who kind of looks In like a young Farrah Fawcett or 70s, Daisy Dukes. Yeah. yeah, and like Daisy Dukes, you know, short jean shorts, uh, you know, working here. Are you kidding? That's like case. the fucking first thing you need to, to know if you're going to open a bar. Yeah, exactly. I, I couldn't believe I was. That's what I was saying. I was like, this is a recipe for failure. You need yeah. to get a hot chick with huge He tits. made the first mistake. That's exactly what happened. So I don't <laughs> know. I, I, I might not even go there again just because of that. But anyway, on the, on the way home, and one more thing I want to remark about Friday night is I was walking back stumbling. I'd say I was rather drunk that uh-huh. night. This is probably around 2 in the morning. I'm walking back up, uh, up uh, O'Farrell Street, and I ran into three tenderloin torsos. Uh-huh. And it's been a while since I've seen that many on the same block. And what I'm referring to is... You know those people that you see in the wheelchair that are just torsos, just upper torso. That's it. Well, There's they no have leg. shortened limbs usually. Some some don't even have shortened limbs. They're just they or maybe okay. It depends if they were a torso from birth or if they had to like have amputations. Well, what I don't understand is how do those people even live? How do they exist? Uh, Who they takes have like care a state sponsored yeah caretaker, and they just live in one of these SROs in the Tenderloin, yeah. <laughs> and just cruise around in their wheelchair smoking crack you'd think all day. They'd want, yeah, you'd think they'd want to live in like some idyllic setting, or at least you know inexpensive what? rural area where you could watch deer and have a deer. house, maybe yeah. live in a house with the you know. Some, but you know, th- these people like just cruise around. I think th- I think some of them look like they're homeless. They smell like they're homeless. I think it's hard to that be might, homeless if, be you a have a, if, if you have a severe disability. Like the state's going to give you some money, so it's hard to be homeless. And well, you're going to have a, a caseworker that will like make sure you have a home. I think some of them are like de- mentally deranged, so they probably don't go to their home very often. They probably stay out in the street, you know. Most well, of the there's time. this one guy I see all the time. He's a black guy, and he I don't think he has any lower extremities. And usually when I see he him, probably has a penis. 
You know, I was wondering. I mean, he, he's just a gaping hole. The guy's sitting on his balls all the time. <laughs> Imagine the pain. Well, at this point, they're toughened up to the experience. You mean there's like it's calloused, a callous sack? Is that what you're saying? He's got tough balls. He probably does have tough balls. I'm surprised. If you lost your legs, I imagine you probably might lose your balls as well. I don't know how that works. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. know. I didn't ask to go, you know, to, to look in his pants to verify. But I always you see just the guy feel around down there. <laughs> well, I always see the guy without a shirt on, and he's kind of got like dreadlocks. And... <laughs> Wait, if he doesn't, if he's just a torso and he doesn't have a shirt, what does he have on? He's not wearing it, pants. It looks like he's sitting in a bag, like a burlap sack or oh. something. What do you call that thing for ba- like sweet pea from Popeye? What is that thing? <laughs> just like a, the baby the bag. baby bag. <clears throat> is it just a baby bag? <laughs> there's a name for it. But there's no remember. like leg holes. No, like sweet pea. Yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> I guess he's in something like that, but it's like a tenderloin version of a baby bag. <laughs> it just looks like a brown paper sack. Yeah, right. <laughs> but you know, I, I see it's him. It's called the garbage bag. <laughs> <laughs> he's being that. wheeled about by another homeless guy, and it always looks like he's you know determined to get somewhere. Like he has a deal to go down. I don't know if he's a dealer or what's going on. Right. But on Friday, I ran into a couple other tenderloin torsos that were going somewhere, but I ran They're into They're all over him. the place. It's like Jawas. <laughs> it's just... Maybe they have a big, gigantic like RV like the Jawas had <laughs> that they, they all go back to at night. <laughs> it's in the water. That's why we never see it. It like sinks back below the bay. <laughs> <laughs> and it comes up and they just yeah. let him out in the city yeah. to go get cracked. <laughs> but so this guy was... Uh, I don't know what he was doing. He was screaming, and there were like 12 police officers. And oh. he was on the ground. He wasn't in his wheelchair. He wasn't in the, the, the plastic <laughs> garbage bag. Uh-huh. He was on the ground, handcuffed, and 12 police officers. And I was thinking, why does there need to be 12 police officers to restrain a man who's just a torso? He, he's probably resisting. <laughs> <laughs> what, what could he do? I don't know. Wriggle, <laughs> wriggle away and go down the sewer pipe. Well, he was <laughs> hopping grade. mad. He was uh, just, uh, uh, you know, a... a the stream of profanities going out the police officers. I'd be worried he was like shit all over me like a squid, like a frightened squid with the he, ink. Does he have an asshole? He's got to have an asshole. But he's got a dude. I, oh, I you think he has a bag? A bag, yeah. That's what I'd be worried about is getting hit with a bag. Well, the bag came up last week that we don't really understand how the bag works. Because oh, you can just take the bag off and squirt it at people. Apparently. No, we we got a bunch of phone calls from people. Oh, really? You know? Like, yeah. I haven't, I'm not privy to the knowledge No, I yet. listen to some of the phone calls. You're like, the bag's on the outside, stupid, and you can't squirt it. It's just like, okay, we offended the people that know a lot about colostomy <laughs> bag bags. Expert. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, we, we, we all the proctologists out there. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, th- this guy was restrained by 12 police officers, and he's sitting there cursing with his hands cuffed behind his back. And I'm, I'm walking So he does there. have upper extremities. <laughs> Yeah, no, he had arms. I mean, they're just, normal proportions. He just didn't have legs. Are they arms normally proportioned? He or wasn't a dwarf. Arms? No, he was. I guess they're. They, I didn't. I, once Who's again, I say? didn't measure. Who's to say what a normal proportion is <laughs> when you're talking about a human torso? But I was thinking about this, and I was like, you know, it just dawned on me that I've been seeing a lot of cops in the Tenderloin recently. That's I've a been good see- thing, right? I've been seeing fewer people smoking crack on the street. Wow. Not as many hookers. I haven't been propositioned, you know, for sex by some, like, snaggletoothed uh, tranny hooker. Yeah. Hasn't happened. I haven't seen, uh, you know, I haven't had, uh, you know, uh, scary-looking black guys walking up to me being, you know, as O.C., O.C., I'll buy some O.C. Is the tenderloin turning into specific whites or what? I mean, Pacific Heights? You know what? I did some investigation. There's a crackdown. Right now, they've been cracking down on the tenderloin, and it's all because of the new police chief. Crack isn't down. Still, the crack is still out there. <laughs> well, they want to bring crack down. Okay. 
No, there's a there's been a crackdown. In the past three weeks, over 300 people have been arrested in the Tenderloin, mostly Amazing. by undercover police officers. So and now, now when I'm you wondering... say people, you mean hobos, <laughs> right? <laughs> Hobos let me, and let me clarify. Hobos and uh, yeah, but I mean, they're, they're, I'm talking like full-bodied hobos. Well, I know a lot and of the I know a lot ones. of people who live in the Tenderloin. <laughs> they're they're not the ones getting arrested, right? <laughs> no, no, I mean not people that actually pay rent. <laughs> uh, so a three-week sweep targeting Tenderloin drug dealers is the beginning of a tough-on-crime era dawning on the gritty neighborhood. I never thought I would see this in my lifetime, but it, apparently, the new police chief. This is his goal. This is his goal as the new San Francisco police chief. He wants to crack down the tenderloin. He wants to clean up the loin. I like this new guy. Well, it's funny. It's better than that 90-pound Asian, like, lesbian we used yeah, to have. Yeah, Long Duck or, Fong or she whatever had that her name huge was. fucking hat that didn't even, like, it looked like, you know, like if I put an entire pizza pan on my head. <laughs> hat. Her, her head and neck were so small. Yeah, she was, yeah, she was uh, useless. But no, so what George Gasson, his name is, he's from Mesa, Arizona, or Phoenix, Arizona. Well, that was his last job. He's not from there. Okay, but he was uh, formerly a police chief of uh, somewhere in Arizona. I think he was pretty high up in LAPD before that, too. Well, so he said he was here driving through the Tenderloin, because there's a cop shop like yeah. uh, only a couple blocks away. With the like, doors the locked the and the line. windows rolled up like everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> but he was driving through, and I guess he was dismayed, just shocked, appalled to see people... Openly, just mm-hmm. brazenly smoking crack right on the street. Right, I'm a seeing little, hookers. I'm a little worried about the wording he's using, though. Dismayed and sh- I mean, I want him to be pissed. I don't want him to be like shedding a tear for these people. Like, oh, look at this downtrod- downtrodden masses. No, he was he was pissed. I mean, yeah. he was like, yeah, you we know, need a kick-ass police chief. Dude, he was again. about to go Bronson on them, but he wasn't sworn in. There, there's no death wish. He, that's what uh-huh. he said. He's like, I hadn't been sworn in, so I couldn't do anything. But I'm not going to let this happen. Uh-huh. I mean, he was just shocked, and that you know, I mean, he's shocked that people smoke crack in the tenderloin. How long have people been smoking crack openly in the tenderloin? Forever, dude. The I tenderloin, mean, ever since crack existed, the tenderloin is where they push the city's garbage. What was the lag time when? Do you? I mean, obviously you don't know, but what would you guess the lag time was when crack first showed up in you know New York City? That's where it probably started. Probably the eighties, I think, is when it became pervasive. So when it first became pervasive in New York, then it probably hit Chicago, then it probably hit the Tenderloin. I would say it's got to be like within two weeks because there had to be some guy. A degenerate who managed to get a Greyhound bus ticket from New York to here. Big bagger crack. Who was like, like everybody was doing coke and maybe shooting up heroin. He was like, shit, look at what I got. This is the magic shit. And he was like, cracky apple seed. (laughs) Johnny Crackle seed. (laughs) Just dropping crack rocks all over the tenderloin. And that's why today, to this day, you see the crackheads looking on the ground because they remember anything that sparkles. Anything that sparkles or looks uh, vaguely white, they remember when Johnny Crackleseed came through. I call it, you know, I wonder if he did the jankies. You know, the janky dance that the crackheads do? When they're bent maybe over and their arms kind maybe of Maybe he didn't mean to dump the crack all over the sidewalk. And he had the jankies. And, and he it was just like, and he was on so much crack because he just shaking. discovered it that the crack rocks just sort of like were flying off of him. But the fact of the, the matter is, do you think it's possible? I understand that they've arrested 302 people in the neighborhood. Most of the arrests were done by undercover narcotic stings. And suspects in which they busted suspects selling crack cocaine, heroin, and prescription painkillers. So many right. prescription painkillers out here. Um, but do you think it's possible to clean up the loin? No. 
I mean, so do you think this is a, an exercise in futility? I think the new police chief doesn't realize what he's up against with the rest of city government and, you know, nonprofits that are pro homeless crackhead, homeless advocacy, homeless groups. Advocacy, advocacy groups. And like, you know, the DA won't prosecute people. They, they, this is a town that coddles degenerates and criminals pretty much. And, and, and so I don't think he, I just don't think he realizes that yet and give him six months of this. And I'll be like, Hey, what happened to that tenderloin crackdown? Oh yeah. Yeah. But, uh, we're just, uh, we're pretty much just patrolling the rich neighborhoods again. <laughs> well, he he claims that the neighborhood has been neglected by San Franciscans who failed to see the Tenderloin's danger as a citywide problem. What it is is they don't want that element in their neighborhoods. Right. No, you they they like people, it because everybody gets pushed here. They get pushed here and they're just kind of like, yeah, it's the Tenderloin. That's what happens to the Tenderloin. Right. And that's true. I mean, what else are you going to do with these people? I mean, they rejected my idea. Which idea was that? There's so many good ones. <laughs> I forget. This was the one a few years ago. I remember. I don't know when I came up with it or what inspired me. Bum Island. Oh, no. I remember when you came up with it. Well, you came up with it when formerly known, <laughs> what is now known as Bum Island, formerly known Angel Island. Oh, yeah. Angel Island. It caught on fire and everything burnt down. So, so Angel, we, nobody knew what to do with Angel Island. So for people who've never been to San Francisco, Angel Island is an island that was a bird sanctuary or something, state it's park. It's like a nature area. You, and you, if you come here, it's a great place to go. Um, there's one ferry that goes in the morning at like 6 a.m. <laughs> and then there's one ferry that comes back like at 325. And if you miss it, you're fucked. That's why you, you I've never been to Angel Island. Island because they make it such a pain in the ass to get there. You can get shit on by like an albatross or a hawk yeah. or something. Yeah, but you might find an <clears> egg. You can't drive. From, you can't drive there. So just people ride their bikes on this. It's an island. <laughs> <laughs> do you understand the concept of an island? No, I know I, you do because that's the concept of island is key to your bum island ideas. But so what I'm saying is people don't live there. There's no home. I don't think there's homes. It's just a well, no, that's preserve, what right? they were like caretaker. They were like park ranger homes, and that's what burnt down. And so the, the island burnt down. There was like a raging wildfire. People camp there, and the, I guess some campers yeah. accidentally their fire got out of control. And so my proposal was take all the homeless in San Francisco. Obviously, it's an, a problem of epidemic proportions here. People don't know what to do with them. You have like homeless advocacy groups saying, like, you know, this is a war on homeless. You're arresting these people. You're, you know, these, these people are suffering. They're, you know, they're mentally ill. Right. You know, and they, if, you that, if you complain that every day you come out of your apartment to go to work and there's like seven piles of shit on your doorstep, they'll be like, Move to the suburbs, asshole! If you don't want, yeah. to, if you don't want the real city experience, I'm like, oh, okay. And so my proposal: human shit. Was... Come to San Francisco <laughs> for the real human shit urban experience. You know, I've Thank heard you. that though from multiple people. It's the only city they've been in where they've actually seen people defecating in doorways. Ah. Uh... People aren't looking hard enough. <laughs> I saw someone who's shitting out, outside the library in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Yeah. I, I don't know. I keep an eye out for that stuff. Though. I guess I'm not the normal person. So Here what, it happens on daily basis. What I'm proposing is why don't they just corral all the homeless people, you know, put them on a bus. With like those call, those big long poles with the retractable noose on the end. Like, the, like the dog handler, dog yeah, catchers. Yeah, exactly. Just kind of go out. Yeah, or, or I kind of like big net, like shoot out the net. Oh, those. The yeah, yeah. There's a name for those things, The too. gun that can yeah. shoot the net out. Right, with the Do little that. balls. Corral them, or maybe even just on a horseback, just kind of cruise through the city on horseback and just kind of, you know, yeah. round them up. Should I your... have like a leather trench coat with like an SS pin or anything on it? <laughs> Bounty Hunter Wackerly. <laughs> <laughs> so 
take them all, put them on on Angel Island. Nothing nothing happens on Angel Island anyway. No one lives on Angel Island. Right. Should we put gold Bum stars Island. on them or anything? <laughs> Keep track. You mean you mean tag them? No, I don't know if necessarily. Like a star of David or a pink triangle or. But you know we'll do we'll, we'll do. I'm da- calling you Hitler. <laughs> no. You're not taking the troll bait. Yeah, okay, <laughs> but think about it this way. We're not exterminating them. We're not putting them in work camps. They're just, they yeah. have a place to live. <laughs> they didn't do that with the Jews either right away. <laughs> okay, you know what? We'll call it District 13. <laughs> It'll be District 13. Why don't we call it Fantasy Island? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. I, li- yeah. I like the cut of your jib there, Wacker. And then so, we won't, nobody will care if it catches on fire. I mean, it's just the bums. Yeah, but we'll do daily, like, airdrops of crack. Rocks like some you know, Wonder Bread and or like jam. a big brick of crack rock that will come out. We'll give them food and they can live on their island. They can just have their own island, right? They have their own thing. Well, what could go wrong? Nothing. <laughs> I, I think it's a great idea. It's a win-win situation. Breed? Maybe should they're we come? Breed? And, should we come and rescue the innocent children, or is that just part of the thing? Well, I kind of picture it to be something that the city could profit on, like Jurassic Park. Remember they t- they could they could go out to the I, go out I'm not going to pay to go to Bum Island. No, but you go on the ferry and just cruise around and be like, cruise wow, so that's what crackheads and hookers look like. Is there like. like an electric fence or sharks or anything? I mean, I don't want one swimming Dude, to shore. Dude, you can't swim from Alcatraz to the city. Well, I People guess do could. it all the time. Yeah, I mean. It's like a sportsman, you know, they're like triathletes Hobos do don't know how to swim. They don't even take baths. They, they don't like water. <sighs> all right. No, I, I like, I'm, are, not, I'm just trying to be devil's advocate, okay? I'm not trying to shoot down the idea. There are holes in my plan. I'm just saying... No, I, I don't think they're irreparable holes. I'm saying, why not put up an electric no, I just fence? think it's well thought out. And it's like I wrote a letter to the city, and they just shot it down. Just shot it down right. completely. I'm thinking Did you of, get a response from Gavin Newsom? Or? No, I, I got a response from a, uh, some city official. It was her name, Kathy something. And she just wrote back saying, yeah, thank you for your submission. It was just like a form yeah. letter. Move to Danville, Danville, you stupid bitch. <laughs> but so, but what I'm saying is, like, so here you have uh, Gaston cracking down the tenderloin, uh, arresting 302 people. What, what happens to these people? After they're arrested. This is what I'm saying. They get let right back out. Yeah, they get processed, and then, you know, a counselor talks to them, and meanwhile, you know, they're sleeping while the counselor's talking to them, and there's no mandatory drug treatment, or they just go back to the street. They like it out there. And, and they then, do what they want. Well, he cites these stats here. The sweep gave a hint as to the changes that are possible in the Tenderloin. During the course of this operation, violent crime in the neighborhood dropped 41%, and property crime fell by 32%. Oh, That's the because stats. there's 50 the cops yeah. on every block. That's worth it. It's funny, though, because before we'd hear, you know, you know how I love how you hear crackheads, you know, outside. They don't have cell phones, so the way they communicate with their dealers or who live in a building or in a residential hotel, they just go, hey, hey. They do that here, too? Oh, dude, I'll, that's all I hear in the <laughs> There's a line. crack dealer in the building next door to me, so her window is like two stories down, and I just hear it all. And I hear it all day long into the middle of the night, but even like at 10 a.m., and it's really fucking annoying, but I haven't even told you this yet. So what do I hear today? This woman, obviously a crackhead, yells up to, hey, Janie. And I'm like, oh, no. what time is it? <laughs> and I was like, are you fucking yelling for the time? <laughs> you fucking bitch. Save well, up some money from your crack habit and buy a fucking cell phone. It'll have a clock right on it. You know, the problem is there's no pay phones anymore. No. There, there aren't any pay phones, so people can't go gonna, and use them anymore. I'm going to buy a bunch of cheap cell phones, and every time I hear that, anybody yelling just at that crack, I'm going to whip it at their head. Yeah. No, you know, you hear it like throughout the night. It's just, hey, 
hey, Rodriguez, hey, hey, Rodriguez, you up there? It's just like, okay, Jesus Christ, shut the fuck up. Now all I hear is, Favo, Favo. <laughs> it's just like, it's and they scatter. Yeah. It, it's pretty funny. But I, you My know, problem with the yelling is, when you come over at two in the morning, it's obviously, it's obvious you bought some crack earlier, and then you ran out. Like, you know, get a handle on your crack habit. Know how much you need for the day. Pick up some crack at 3 p.m. and just, you know, get enough to last you until the next day. Crackheads tend not to be the most responsible individuals. Well, all they have to worry about is crack. Just scheduling? Yeah. I mean, I'm not telling them to get a job or, you know, take a shower. I'm just saying, yeah, figure like, out your crack. If, if you're all about crack, figure out how much crack you need. But, you know, I, I remember I, I had friends that would uh, bother their dealers at, like, the wee hours of the morning. And they said, they're a drug dealer. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. You know, these these guys aren't getting up at 9 a.m. to go to work. No. So they should be, you know, awakened <laughs> at 4 in the morning. Customer service. Customer service. That's, what, right. they, that's what I'm saying. But it just, it, what's annoying to people that live next door to a drug dealer. Right. You got to hear it all night. What time is it? So Gosh. all in all, this is what I'm going to say. I think George Gasson is going to fail. He's going. What's going to happen is he's going to quote these statistics and say, yeah, well, look at violent crime dropped by this this point and blah, 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 and then forget about this entire operation. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so he looks really good right now in the press. Right. And then six he's months from now, three months from now. Yeah, he's going to ride his laurels. And then three months from now, it's going to be exactly the same. Because I think it's going to take more than a few police sweeps to clean up a neighborhood filled with hooker hotels and SROs. Yeah. That's just the first step. And if nobody follows up, it's uh, completely pointless. Well, Here's I, a related question. Would you vote for a Republican mayor? A Republican mayor? Like, if a Giuliani-type came in and was like, all right, everybody, this is fucked. San Francisco's gone like completely downhill in the past 30 years. I am going to crack down, broken window theory, all that. You Are know. you going to say he's going to give me money for my bum island idea? Maybe. Then I probably would. <laughs> but it's think about, about it. graft with you. <laughs> but think about it this way, though. If you did vote for a Republican mayor like that and he came in and he cleaned up the tenderloin, the whole city, you know, first of all, our rents would increase. And second of all, what the fuck would you have we rent talk con- You have rent control. What would we talk about here on the show? There's crime elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, no, I mean, that is, a, that is a legitimate concern. It's like, how gritty do you want it? I mean, people complain about Manhattan all the time that, like, it was so much cooler in the 80s, dude, when people were dying on the streets. Oh, yeah. And now like, it's like Disney World. And that's what people say. It's like the Lower East Side, man. You see women, you know, with, with uh, uh, tro- you know, uh, trolleys walking their babies and uh, at three in the morning. Yeah. And you used to see people in parks like shooting heroin, needles right. hanging out of their arms. Yeah. It's like, you I don't actually see have a problem with the woman who's walking her baby around. Or pushing her pram. At, no, but you see them at like midnight. <laughs> Your point is that they feel safe. Right? Yeah, they feel safe to do that. Yeah. And it's, fucking and, bitches. <laughs> but in 1992, they wouldn't be anywhere near the Lower East Side. Well, have you seen pictures of the Lower East Side and Alphabet City from the 80s, like the early 80s? Yeah, it's dangerous. It's a million times <laughs> worse than the Tenderloin right now. It's yeah. like Mad Max beyond Thunderdome shit. But then again, I mean, look at uh, how everyone prospered from what Giuliani did. So Right, but, you know, the cool people, the artists, the fashionable people, the uh, whatever. Co- Dude, no, I'm, I'm annoyed people, with it. They I, do hate it. I, I hate it. I mean, personally, you it's You weren't like, there in the 80s. So yeah, you can't but really I went there it, early, but... like early 90s. 
42nd Street. You'd walk down there, it's like porn yeah. shop, porn shop, porn shop. And now and you can't, for, you just, when you go there, you can't find anybody to pay you to suck their dick anymore. It's horrible. Exactly. <laughs> Don't make any extra money. What are you going to do when you're in New York and you run out of money? So all I'm saying, I think Gaston's going to fail miserably here, or it's just going to be ignored in a couple months. The only way to really clean up the homeless situation in this town, Bum Island, people. Bum Island. Quote me on that. Bum Island, and then the next year it will be bombed island. <laughs> that's my that's my annex to your plan so once they is... give you money then they give me money for bomb island, bomb island. <laughs> <laughs> knew you had an ulterior motive yeah. uh this is episode 192 here sick and wrong uh before we get into a recap of last week's show a quick word from our sponsor which believe it or not i was listening to the adam carolla podcast why? And he has, you know, I, I like the Adam Carolla podcast. You've really turned around because you used to complain about. I it. used, you know, what it was. I hated Adam Carolla's voice, and I've always, I've always disliked Adam Carolla's voice. Now you've gotten used to it. I've gotten used to it, and he's a pretty funny guy. But I've also... told you that over and over again. I liked it when he. I haven't listened to his podcast, but I listened to him when he replaced Howard Stern for a long time. He's a pretty funny guy, and uh, you know, it's and, and not only that, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a funny guy and a talented radio host. When he doesn't need to have a guest on every every time, uh-huh. he doesn't, and he does. I mean, he obviously can have whoever he wants, but there's there's times when he'll just do the news, right? And it's he's a pretty funny guy. But yeah, his voice used to annoy the hell out of me. Uh-huh. Anyway, today he had Pat Oswald on. It's hilarious. <laughs> but I was listening to his podcast, and he started the show off with the same Adam and Eve promo that Sick and Wrong has. The same promotion deal. I feel betrayed. <laughs> you know, I kind of want to like call up my contact over there at Adam and Eve and just be like, et two? <laughs> you know, just I, I thought this was for us. Et <laughs> two. So people... People out there that uh, that 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 listen. Is this to Adam the end Carolla. of the lick Adam Curl's balls? <laughs> you know, segment I, of the show. You know, I, <laughs> <laughs> yes. But, you know, it's it's like I don't want to like you know deride Adam Curly. You should make as much money as you can. But people support the little guys. All right. Mm. Don't go fucking use Howard Stern's promotional code with AdamandEve.com. You diddle, you fucking ingrates. <laughs> <laughs> does he still have, does he ever have that? He had this really hot Jewish chick that was uh, co-hosted with him. On... Yeah, Teresa Strasser. Yeah. She was she on ever, today. She's on the, oh, yeah, I'm but, listening now. But she's pregnant. What? I know. <laughs> they were talking about like That's cesareans. I'll listen, in, I'll listen in nine months. So people that actually want to buy um, dildos from us because you should. <laughs> <laughs> Go to adamandeve.com. Each one is kissed by D. Simon before oh, I get sent out. Or tested. Um, <laughs> go to adamandeve.com. Limited time. Limited time. This, this might not even be around next week. Uh-huh. 50% off any item. After you call in and badmouth the Adam and Eve people, <laughs> we might be dumped as, a, as their sponsor. Or well, I hope they don't they actually. They might dump us. You think they really listen to this? I'm telling you, said you're going to call them and, and complain. <laughs> no, I do. I did, did want to call Send them up an angry and, email. And say something. But when you select your item at 50% off, you get three free adult DVDs. That's three free porno movies. That's quite a good deal. And a free extra gift. I'm not going to scoff at that. Yeah, so three free movies, 50% off your item, and a free extra gift. And they even throw in free shipping. Free shipping is big. It's a lot of free. That's, I think, the best part. I think the best part is the free shipping. Because if you're buying gigantic... You know, twelve inch dildos. The weight of that stuff, and there's Dude, the batteries. They come with batteries sometimes. The it's all butt heavy. plugs can weigh up to like thirty pounds. Right? No, I mean it's like that's your nipple clamps with weights. Yeah, exactly. The weights are heavy. I mean, that's by definition. That's what they are. So go to adamandeve.com, fifty percent off your first item, and uh, use diddle as the offer code upon checkout. So this is uh, episode one ninety two. Quick recap of last week's show one ninety one here. 
Uh, Wackley did a story about a prayer meeting beating. I did a story about a poop tube snacker. And the listener sent a story about an AIDS clubhouse rapist. You know, I'm surprised. I always thought poop trumps all, but the listener beat me. AIDS is pretty good, too. Yeah, AIDS is pretty nasty. 116 votes for the listener. I came in second with 98, and Wackley came in close third with 61. So, Are they going to uh, cure that AIDS soon, or what's going on with that? You know, I'd like them to work on it. They should. I think they're working on it. They're they're just, they should do something. They're like, you know, playing solitaire in their cubes. They're getting paid to work on it. Let me put People it are dying yeah. from AIDS. And they're like... What are you doing? I'm playing solitaire. Aren't you supposed to be solving AIDS? And the guy's like, I don't have any ideas. <laughs> I can't think of anything. Fresh out. Yeah, I can't think of anything myself. So congratulations, I don't there, blame listener. Him. You took episode 191. Uh, people, you know the way the show works. Wack and I come the internet for the most disturbing news items, present them here on the show. Audience votes when it gets a case of beer. The listener wins. Then uh, you get a sick and wrong care package. A mystery care package. <laughs> so uh, this week we actually received some really good listener submissions. So I was thinking we'll just do three listener stories for episode 192. Sounds good. Are you so, going to start? Wackley, why don't you kick off 192 with the first listener submission? Hey, you pair of wee jinx. But it could be we ganks. I'm is sure that, somebody will correct me. Is that like some kind of racial like slander? Like we some derogatory jinx. term? I'm sure it's derogatory. I don't it's probably not racial. It's probably some kind of cockney term, don't yeah, you think? Probably. This guy's probably English. Um worthy of a mention, I reckon. Keep it sick, keep it, keep it wrong, shambles. A guy named Steve Gator uh was attacked in Romford, which is in Essex, which is in England, or the UK. Or Limey Land. And he had to have half Wonderful his... Limey Land. <laughs> he had to land have... Land of the Dentally Challenged. I had a conversation... Do we know why they're called Limeys? No. Well, why are There's... they called Limeys? I don't know, but I had a conversation with somebody, and there is... It's uh, not controversial, but there's several theories. There's something about eating limes and like their bad teeth or something. And then I, I thought it was like the limestone cliffs or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, that, that's an interesting thing. We're going to thing. look it up on Wikipedia Or the have show. the limeys write into us. There's, yeah. no, there's enough of them that listen to the show. Right. Well, Steve Gator, who's a limey, he had to have half his skull removed by surgeons after being set upon. I've been set upon! <laughs> My skull is busted! <laughs> the mother of the young man uh, who's left with half his skull missing following the horrifying attack has criticized the criminal justice system after it emerged that the two thugs responsible will never face prosecution. He was in a coma for two weeks. He had a 15% chance of survival, although he seems to be fine now and stable. Uh, the They didn't actually like knock his skull off his head or half of his skull. Uh, the doctors actually had to remove half of it because it was like you know pressing on his brain after it was smashed in. They have a picture. They do have a picture, and it's <laughs> not good. <laughs> actually, it's not bad. I mean, he could put a hat on and pull it. And what if he's hide wearing it. a beanie? Like, right. Could he wear a beanie and no a hoodie? Even I know the yeah, I know I'm the chaps love the look like a conehead. Looks like a pinhead. A pinhead. Like that, you know, uh, Beetlejuice. Yeah, that guy. his head was, okay, sure. Although, I think if you're born a pinhead, it's sort of easier to, like, you know, accept your fate. Rather than if you were 26 and got turned into but a pinhead. A lot, of English, a lot of English men have smaller heads, though, don't they? I don't know if that's true. Gordon Brown's head <laughs> is enormous. And who's that dude from uh, Top Gear? 
Oh yeah, yeah, he, he has a head. huge head too. I think, but I think most of it is neck fat. It's just <laughs> <laughs> it's Jeremy something. Jeremy something. I love that show. That's great. He was a forklift driver, uh, and he's been left horribly disfigured and brain damaged following the brutal assault. Uh, the mom's pissed, like I said, because the Crown Prosecution Service has dropped the the case, claiming there's not enough evidence to go ahead with the prosecution See, of the two thugs. Can't he just say, that guy beat my ass, no. and that guy beat my ass? He's a retard now. <laughs> he's a complete <laughs> retard? Well, not complete, but he's very slow. And uh, the mom says, "It in my mind, it's all... Well, hang on. I'm going to do this in the only female English just voice. Just do it like, like Margaret I, Thatcher. I can't. The only can thing I can do, do well, maybe it's the same thing. The only thing I can do is the Monty Python woman voice. All right, right. that's kind of like Margaret Thatcher. In my mind, it's all about money. They simply don't want to pay for the trial. That's socialism. Pay for your own fucking lawyers and. Would they said they wouldn't pay for the trial because no, they evidence? claim that there's uh, not sufficient evidence to pr- to win the case, so they're just not even going to go through Dude, with it at all. Isn't there a fucking CCTV camera in every block? I was going to say every the same corner thing. in England. Maybe that one was blurry or something. <laughs> but you know what? To tell you the truth, you know this sounds like a case of aborted UK justice that we always like to make fun of. But really, you know. This is what happened. He was coming home from work at 7.30 p.m., January 15th. He overheard, He claimed, so he's smart enough to sort of recount some of the story. He claimed he overheard a group of youths talking about his cousin and threatening to harm his cousin. So he confronted the group. Obviously, uh, there was a fracas. <laughs> and, you know, it was a... He was set upon by this two guy, Chav. two teenagers. He's 26. Two, I mean, I, I'm not going to mess with them. You know, there's some big fucking teenagers out there. I'm not going to mess with them. And if two of them set upon me, I don't, you know, think my chances are too good. But they were just having a fist fight. He fell and hit his head on the pavement. It's oh, not so- like they kicked his head in. Okay, so you're saying... Well, they, that's what they're saying. Maybe they did, but this is the story, right? But how the how would you have half your head removed if you didn't, like, Because he hit falling? his head on the curb, and it obviously, like, dented it halfway in his head. Dude, there was he, some stomping. English people stomp. I've they seen, do stomp. I've they, seen they hooligan, like, hooligan but that's movies. But that's not the story he's telling. Nobody's saying that that happened. They're saying that he just fell and hit his head on the curb, which you did one night when you were drunk. I mean, you could be oh, yeah, this guy, no, did, but... and you'd have to sue, like, you know, uh, Seagram's Vodka or something. Something like that. No, but you know, I, I watched this movie, uh, Football Factory. It's all about soccer hooligans. That sounds and, pretty uh, good. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's, it's a pretty good movie. But in the movie, not only would they like punch you in the face, they would stomp on you. Well, and we've heard pole. about the Chelsea smile. Where yeah, they cut your whole yeah, face they apart. cut your face apart. And so, I, do I imagine if this dude, this twenty-six-year-old guy, confronts a group of ne'er-do-wells? Two, two ne'er. Oh, just two <laughs> a ne'er-do-wells. Couple, yeah. Okay, he confronts. Two ne'er-do-wells and whatever, so yeah, verbally accost them. I'm sure they're going to do a little more than just kind of punch him and knock him down then pick him back up. Really? I don't know. This is one of the re- – you know, I think you agree that sometimes – you know, the only reason to avoid fighting is not that you think you're going to get your ass beat. Like sometimes like an old man will like give you lip. that You obviously could knock him over. He has a cane or something. But you can't do it because – yeah, I could knock that guy down. He's not going to get you know the upper hand on me. But then what if he like hits his head wrong and his head splits open and now I'm looking at a manslaughter charge? I kind of identify with these two kids. I mean, they ganged up on him. That's wrong, but I, I don't, don't think know. they expect I for him to, to become a pinhead. <laughs> 
<laughs> so you're, you're thinking it was just kind of like, okay, I hit this guy, he stumbled back, hit his head. I think and- it was your general everyday street fight that went horribly wrong. I think it I went think horribly wrong because there were some stomp- there was some stomping. You think involved. there was stomping? That's what I think. But no, you know, well, what? I don't it's know. conjecture. It's, there's nothing about it is, that. No, in it's the all article. speculative. <laughs> so this is a good. Uh, just to close it out, this is a good uh, UK Limey Land charge. He, they were going to be charged with unlawful wounding, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the prosecutors have dropped the charges because against the teenagers because they claim there is no longer a realistic prospect of conviction with the lack of evidence. You know, I think the worst part of the story, and the reason I'm going to give it the score that I'm going to, is now the mother is stuck with a retard. They don't say how retarded he is. Okay, but he was 26. Was he you, still living at home, you think? Yeah, but that's not abnormal. That's driver. not abnormal for In the know, UK? Essex. <laughs> it just isn't. I mean, it's true. You can look at stats and like lots of people live at home for a long time. Well, it's harder the, to get houses over there. What's know? the average age of someone who moves out of their, uh, their, their, their parents' nest? In I have the UK? no idea. <laughs> but I, mean, here, I mean, just a lot. Here it's probably... 18, 20. Average, though. Average. Some will do it younger. Some will do it older. I, it's more probably like 20. Early 20s, 22. I would say. But do you think in the UK they live there till like, you know, late 30s? I would bet you it's like 26. 26? Like real real stats. It's probably so four years old. this older. woman reared her son, who probably was a chaff. Reared him? Reared, reared him. <laughs> that, what's that mean? Yeah, raised him. Dirty. A- oh, raised. Okay. <laughs> but this, he, he was she probably no. She didn't bum. She, she wasn't bum punching her son. <laughs> but uh, she raised her son for X amount of years. Finally, was about to leave his leave her home. Leave her. Even if he's not, he has a job. You know, he's pulling in some money, maybe paying for you know the. Uh, What's some disgusting food? <laughs> the porridge or whatever the fuck they eat. The Yorkshire pudding that the, they eat the every pies, day. The pies, the penis <laughs> the pies. The meat pies. Yeah, the meat pies. <laughs> the mutton and now, chops. now he can't even drive the forklift anymore. That's so now she's stuck with a retard. So for that Adult reason, baby. for that reason, I'm going to give this, because it was just a simple fight, but you got to see the picture. Yeah. 4.5. I'm going to give it a four, because I just, I don't think there was extreme malicious intent with these kids, but the dude's... Melon is a no, not a normal shape. <laughs> but you know, there's really, it, at least a four for his disgusting. Okay, so you know, image. but even if these kids were charged and there was a trial, what would they get? Two months, right? Yeah. So I don't, I don't think it really even matters. And you know, one month in, they'd be up on the roof throwing shingles at the bobbies, you know, and lighting <laughs> the place on fire. So and beating up immigrants. Right. So exactly. I don't, I don't really see that much of a, a that big of a deal. The second story here for episode 192 comes from Blaine. I don't know if this is David Blaine, <laughs> the magician. Did he sign it with in- invisible ink? No, it's probably an email. not him. <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to read it. Yeah. But uh, Blaine writes in if this is not sick and wrong, I don't know what is. <laughs> it's a, it's I want to know what Philosophical love is. <laughs> question you got going on there, Blaine. We always wonder what sick and wrong truly is the point of the show to answer that unanswerable question exactly every week michigan mom found long lost son online which is beautiful heartwarming story i mean it's the beauty of social networking yeah (laughs) you can find your song that you abandoned when you were like a junkie in the 70s but then 
She raped him. Oh. Okay. <laughs> twist. Uh, not the <laughs> same story anymore. Tarantino-esque twist to this tale. Yeah, it is. Amy Louise Sword. I do like that Miss Sword name. It's uh-huh. kind of cool. Yeah. Very metal. I wonder if she lives in Bad Axe. Yeah, Bad Axe, Michigan. Uh, 35 years old, and there's a picture on the side of her. Very hot. Definitely hot. She definitely fits the MILF category. How old are we talking? 35. Oh, d- She's been charged with criminal sexual conduct for the alleged no. rape of her son. She's your age. <laughs> I mean, I guess she is a mom. She's a mother. But, that's why. But yeah, yeah. it's um, not like she's a cougar to us. No, 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 dude. Th- she, yeah, she's my age. If, right. But if I was at a bar and I saw her, I would be like, yeah, you know, I'd totally buy her a drink and and she'd be like, try to get in her pants. Yeah, thanks for the drink, but I'm going to go fuck my kid. Yeah. <laughs> You're just too old. You're too and old too and Jewish. weird. And You're just too Jewy for me. The whole podcast stick that you went off on for 20 minutes. Uh, my son's a lot cooler than you. Bye. I'm going to go fuck my son. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you wonder, is this rape? Her son is a minor. But what if he willingly was like, sweet, I'll stick my dick in this hot woman? Well, it's statutory rape. But more more importantly, it's incest of the worst possible kind. (laughs) This is worse than brother-sister incest, right? No, this is like incest of like a Greek tragedy level. It is. Yeah, it is. I mean, you could fuck your cousin. You could fuck your cousin. Jerry Lee Lewis married his cousin. But the chances of you having like a kid with like a huge head and small arms is what? Minimal. Yeah. If you fuck your cousin. And even if you do have a freakish kid, maybe he has a normal body and a huge cock. That's true. That's like, you know, Darwin like, says that some mutations are beneficial. <laughs> like Ron Jeremy. Yeah, maybe the kid would like be able to breathe underwater like Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> maybe everybody should fuck their cousin. Just to see what happens. Just to, you know, improve the human race. Michigan police say a 35-year-old mother used the internet. The Sinternet. To track down the son she gave up for adoption a decade ago. She seduced him and then raped the teenage boy when she found him after an online search. How old is he? 15? You know, they don't actually specify. They say he's a minor, but they don't specify the uh, age of the child. 15 is probably a good estimate, right? So just to get this straight, she was 25. 35. No, but 10 years ago. Oh, 10 years ago, yeah. When she The kid was already five. Right? No, okay. So Usually she, when crackheads give up their kid, I mean, it's right away, right? No, but the kid was probably... <clears throat> if you think about it, the kids... You, you have a kid. You give him up for adoption like the first year. Don't you? Two years? So you think he's 11? I think he's probably 12. <laughs> I think this was his first sexual experience. A 12-year-old having sex with a 35-year-old. I don't know if I could pull that off. I mean, even if it was, wasn't my mom and was some hot <laughs> supermodel or, or, you know, the chick from Conan, which is who I would have totally wanted to do when I was 11 or 12. Red Sonia or Grace Jones? Both. <laughs> no, the blonde one. Dumbass. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She was hot. Was that Tanya Roberts? I don't fucking know her uh, name. But so you know what's interesting? They actually have a link to her MySpace page. She used a MySpace page to track down her son she gave up for adoption. Can I make a recommendation to our listeners? <laughs> Get off of MySpace right now, please. That shit is fucking low class at this My, point. MySpace? We were on there for a long time. No, we're still on there. We just well, don't I mean, check personally, it. I I've deleted my account. Have you? I mean, your personal account? I haven't checked it in like months. You I should just, delete it. Yeah, I it's all like horror. I don't and, remember the password and anymore. Gangsta bitches and like, you know, the dudes <laughs> who pursue them. It is the ghetto of the internet. It it's really is. It's pretty horrible. 
No, but it's funny because like occasionally I'll look at the sick and wrong page. We'll get friend requests, and it's like you'll go to their this person's page, and they have like. You know, a Jay-Z song playing in the background, a bunch of flashing dollar signs. Yeah. And their, their, their profile name will be like, fuck you, bitch. I do what I want, <laughs> niggas. Or, and then there'll be a ki- picture of their, their you know, five-month-old kid, even though their age shows that they're like 16 years old. Or it's, it's like, you know, 35 friend requests from escort spam apps, yeah. like spam sites. Yeah, I it, think it totally died for me when John Steele from From the Ville showed up on Facebook. I was like, okay, there's no point to be on MySpace. <laughs> if John Steele abandoned it, like, it's, it's over. done. It's done it's now. Because he, like the the he was the only reason to go there was to read his updates or profile shit you know but the white trash black trash whatever trash <laughs> trash. trash in trash. general yeah still tend to uh they love it use my space they, they use my space <laughs> so uh the prosecutors say that the boy here is a minor but they won't disclose whether he knew the woman was his mother health experts call this case an abomination they said their first reaction about hearing something like this is that this is every man's nightmare and if you think about it, this kid is Oedipus Rex. Mm-hmm. He had sex. Un- well, I'm I'm giving the benefit of the doubt, but he unknowingly had sex with his mother. <laughs> it's a totally different story if he knew. Well, didn't he kill his father? Oedipus Rex in the Sophocles tale. Oedipus Rex <laughs> killed his father. Whoa, there, comparative lip making. <laughs> There's a Greek but, story where mother. this dude, Oedipus Rex. I, what order, are you sure that's the order? He killed his dad, then he fucked his mom. He was he was fated pursuing kill, her. He was fated to kill his father and fuck his mother, but he didn't. He know. killed her because he wanted to fuck his mother, but he didn't know it was his mother. Yeah, he didn't know it was his and mother. And then he finds out, and then Th- he blinds himself. This is a himself. modern a modern retelling of the Oedipus Rex tale. Does he stab his eyes out with knitting needles or something? <laughs> something or like that. Knife? I don't know. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. This kid now has to stab out his eyes. Um, it would be advisable. <laughs> He should. He should. Um, the uh, one, one of the uh, the psych- psychiatrists that's on this case here says, "I'm at a loss for words because it's something that we consider to be so out of the normal, so prohibited in every culture that it unnerves every man just to think about it." I bet you that's not true. Well, I wonder how many people do you think fuck their mothers? I mean, I can't give you a raw number. I'm talking Africa here. I bet you. I'm talking. Oh like, no, I'm talking United States, Eastern Europe. I'm, I'm talking, talking. I bet you Alabama. Ha- I bet you happens more in Western cultures. You think so? Yeah, with like creepy dudes who live in backwater bergs who don't have any prospects, like and Reno, and the dads are either dead or long gone. And Florida. Then, yeah, maybe Reno's maybe even too big. I'm talking about like. Uh, what's a small, I, I don't know, weird Florida. small towns with no prospects, you know? <laughs> no, no employment prospects or, you know, mate finding prospects. With like 300 uh, people. like Yeah, 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 there. yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, the dude is like, has an IQ of 90 or 85 and he's like, Momo, I can't find no women. <laughs> it's like, well, I guess I could give you a hand job. <laughs> <laughs> and then look what happens. Well, and then it escalates from there, right? And the moonshine doesn't help hand the job, matter. Hand job and moonshine becomes blowjob, becomes vaginal sex, becomes anal. Maybe And anal. then, you know, you're fucking your mom in the ass. <laughs> and then you're fucking your mom, and then you got to gouge your eyes out. Right. It, it's, not a, it's, not a, it's not a pretty tale. But this happened in Michigan, so I imagine right now in Detroit probably happens quite frequently. There's plenty of shitty small towns in Michigan, you got to admit. 
No, yeah, totally. So uh, the woman here said this could be the child's first sexual experience, and his first sexual experience could be something so conflicted, so unusual, so prohibited, that it will scar him for the rest of his life. She says the mother is probably going to recover and go off to go fuck her other children she gave up for adoption. But the son here, the boy <laughs> who had sex, has lost his virginity to his mom. Uh-huh. Probably won't ever recover. I mean, it's a hell of a way to lose your virginity. But, okay, here's another point that this brings to mind. Why aren't we the... I mean, daughters get fucked by their dads, like, just day in and day out, right? Oh, yeah, I guess it happens all the time. And uh, we're just desensitized to that? Well... At least this dude was, you know, he was doing the thrusting. (laughs) (laughs) He was at least willing if he had a bone. I I think, actually, I think it's the same... Daughters suffer the same mental anguish as a as her son here, who would uh, be raped by an older parent. I feel worse for the daughters. <laughs> it's Just, fucked up. Like, don't get me wrong. And the fact, you know, it, it's the it, remember he hadn't seen her for ten years, and she's hot, and she's hot. So okay, think. All right, we're gonna have to rate this story here. Second wrong star scale. Yeah, we need to get on to the next. If one, she so. was ugly. If she looked like the woman from Throw Mama from the Train, uh-huh, movies, had half a tongue. Yeah, if she looked like that, well, does I would he look say, like Danny DeVito? <laughs> <laughs> I would say I'm going to give this or sloth. I'm going to say I'd give this five stars. But she's hot. Uh-huh. She is totally hot. And, and, you, and know, you haven't seen her in ten years. You've already been. You don't in, even know who she is. You've already been in her vagina. You wore a condom. <laughs> I'm going to give this three point seven five. I'm going to give it. 3.75 also. It's, it's, weird. it's hard to score. It's bizarre, but... Uh, it's unusual. It's, it's unlike it's not, any... It's not nearly the sickest thing. No, it's, it's definitely sick. It's a typical story for us, though. It's not, the, you know, it's not the most disgusting thing I've ever But it's wrong. It's definitely wrong, and it's pretty sick. So the third story here came in from a, a guy, you know, I don't even, I didn't even write his name down here. It's called Guy. Uh, P-Lab is flushed in Anderson County. P-Lab? And Anderson County is, like is in Tennessee. No. They, they mean urine. A urine laboratory. Oh, P-E-E. And it's not a laboratory that is making urine. <laughs> it's a laboratory that is making meth from urine. So this isn't a laboratory with, like, guys in white coats and safety glasses and pocket protectors and uh, well, no, they, know, a cafeteria. <laughs> no, I, I picture it's a laboratory with dudes with mullets, Handlebar mustaches, yeah. neck tattoos of like some woman's name, like uh-huh. Crystal. And then the and, other side uh, says Peckerwood. A stained white lab coat with a pack of Marlboro Reds in the front pocket. No That's pens. my kind of lab. <laughs> minus the white power thing. <laughs> and minus the uh, urine. Um, so <laughs> Anderson County Sheriff Departments, this is in uh, Clinton, Tennessee. They busted a so-called, quote-unquote, P-Lab. They seized 144 gallons of urine and assorted methamphetamine-making components. That's a shitload of urine. 144 gallons. Do you have to refrigerate that or what? I, you know, I wonder, I wonder how high-tech. They, they actually have a picture of the, uh, the meth lab itself. But you're like, urine. Why urine? What are you going to do with 144 gallons of urine? Um, test it? I mean, he said it was a laboratory, right? Well, I figured when I first heard that, I was thinking, wow, you know, maybe this is like the urinator. Like, they're selling urine that you can pass a drug test with. That's what I thought, too. That's what I thought, but you know what? They're actually extracting methamphetamine from urine. Oh, that's weird. You know, it takes, like, a brilliant white trash mind to come up with that. Like, there is some Hessian out there that was like... (laughs) 
I'm going to drink my pee because I want to get high. <laughs> and uh, when it dawned on him. He's like like uh, Johnny Crackleseed. What did we call him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Johnny Crackleseed. <laughs> this is, I, didn't, um, I mean, I think this is true. Well, this is like existed. This is like You must Cletus. believe in the Crackleseed legend. <laughs> this is like Cletus methamphetamine guy. urine <laughs> piss man guy. <laughs> okay. Investigators acting on an anonymous tip found 241 two-liter bottles and 17 one-gallon jugs of urine. Okay. So I was picturing some big laboratory-grade fluid tank, but really they're just using old Fago bottles. Dude, these are a bunch of empty bottles of Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they charge Ricky Jack Harbor, 47 Ricky. years old. with Dr. Two- Ricky? <laughs> Dr. Ricky, also known as Dr. Feelgood, yeah. with promotion of methamphetamine manufacture. They say here that the sources of the urine were not immediately identified. Uh, methods? <laughs> I, think, I think they were the tweakers who live in the double wide next door. <laughs> the urine extraction lab is actually uh, the third but largest found in this county here in Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, they have a name for it and everything. It's not like the first time they've ever seen uh, it. That's, that's what's surprising. I mean, I was surprised to read that you could actually get meth from urine. You could extract it. But apparently well, this like- is done... Frequently. If I eat a bunch of candy canes, you can't be like, oh, I want a candy cane, and then like distill a candy cane out of my urine, right? Because my body like breaks it down. But so does meth. Meth, meth must is be just a waste product. Well, just maybe just, you know, the chemicals get into your body, they go to your brain, you know, and like fire up your neurons, and then maybe it just goes into your urine, like and it's still in the urine. same chemical format. You know, I have no idea. You need to be... A, Isn't Detroit is some kind of a chemist or something? <laughs> I, I, I seriously think you need to be some kind of, like, tweaker scientist. There's always yeah. one smart tweaker. Right. There's way too much time on his hands. Right. And probably use stool first and then switch to urine. He's got, like, you know, a 1982 huge console TV and, like, some TV trays and a shitty old couch in his trailer. And he's got, like, a scanning electron microscope over in the other corner. And that one chemistry class he took in community college. He paid really close attention to He paid a lot of attention. Yeah. So according to the Meth Awareness and Prevention Project of um, South Dakota, extracting meth from urine is a very difficult process which can take days to weeks. Meth heads are patient. Right? No, <laughs> no, they're idea. not. They're not patient at all. <laughs> Maybe he's not a meth head. But Maybe he's just an entrepreneur. But they have all the time in the world, and they're thorough. Well, they do, yeah. You know? And they you know, obviously obsess over certain details. But really short attention span. Short right? attention. Yeah, you'd think he'd move think on you'd to watching. you'd forget about what you were doing. And... Like Judge Judy or something. Right. Additionally, any meth recovered from urine may be harmful because of the impurities that are filtered through the kidneys. Which... Kind of makes me surprised. I mean, I guess if you're a drug addict, you're willing to do a drug in any form. But it's like I, I look at the tweakers, the acne scarred tweakers that just smell like you know three month old diarrhea. Right. And I'm thinking, I don't want to smoke anything that's been extracted yeah. from your body. Well, really, I mean, isn't, shouldn't the statement be, you know, this this urine extracted meth might be dangerous to you because it's it's meth. <laughs> Methamphetamine it's is not meth. really healthy yeah. for you, so. It doesn't matter if it came from urine or not. It's not good for you. So to rate this story, Wackerly, Sick and Wrong Star Scale, you've got to admire the ingenuity here of the white trash. Ingenuity, right. I mean, it's, Entrepreneurship. It, it's brilliant. I never would have thought, you know, in, in, I never thought the, like the, at all that uh, you could actually extract a drug from your own urine. Well, it's really scientific advancement. 
How come people, how come stoners haven't extracted THC from their urine? Uh, stoners are lazy. That's the problem. <laughs> and I guess weed is so much more prevalent. Right. I think laziness is a worse detriment than short attention span. So I think what it is, is uh, I think it's, it's the fact that meth heads have a lot of free time, a lot of spare time. Right. They obsess about details. Yes. And... Yeah, and, you, and, and they're seven also ha- habits of highly successful people, almost <laughs> highly successful meth cooks. We should get these guys on the AIDS cure problem. <laughs> they, they should be curing AIDS <laughs> and send the lazy AIDS cure scientists to you know figure out some new meth recipe. So are you saying that uh, we should basically give a bunch of P meth to the AIDS scientists and be like, get working, dude? Maybe just feed Do P- something. Maybe just feed P meth to uh, AIDS patients. See what happens. <laughs> So on the sick wrong star scale, it's disgusting to know that people actually are smoking someone else's urine. I mean, that I laboratory must have smelled horrible. Uh, dude, could you imagine? It must have been disgusting. And plus, I mean, 144 gallons of Mountain Dew bottles filled and with urine. And it's in Tennessee in the summer. It's probably 102 degrees. Disgusting. I'm going to give this four stars. I'm going to give it four and a quarter just because that urine is really grosses me out. We invite you to decide who won episode 192 here at Sick and Wrong. Go vote, sickandwrongpodcast.com. Wackily, we are nearing the end of the show. Uh, we got a few phone calls, Sick and Wrong Hotline. People call the hotline, 206-666-3846. But remember, you must be under the influence of urine meth. <laughs> or we're not going to listen to your call. This week only, it's urine <laughs> meth week. Or you can also email us at uh, sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail.com. We're about to get to call number one, but right now, a quick word from our dear sponsor. Fellas, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Hot. Mm-hmm. Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive... Three free adult DVDs. Three. For a little inspiration. Plus a free extra gift so sensual, we can't even mention it on the radio. (laughs) (laughs) And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type DIDDLE for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code DIDDLE at adamandeve.com. Adamandeve.com, 50% off your item, free adult movies, free shipping, and sensual gifts. Use the code word DIDDLE when you check out people. So we've got a bunch of phone calls to stick around hotline, 206-666-3846 is that number. Let's play call number one. Crazy cat lady calling, and I just blew the UPS guy. Yeah, I got come on my tits and come in my mouth. And that's a lot of cum. <laughs> Wait, did she just say she blew the UPS guy? He came on her tits and, and in her, her mouth. mouth. I can usually only get like one tit. <laughs> I'm out. God, I mean, <laughs> was this a UPS guy or a porn star? Maybe, or or is it one of the same? Maybe both. But it's kind of funny. So I'm crazy. hoping it's a real UPS guy, not some like prostitute she hired that dressed up like a UPS guy. So if it's you frequent story. the forum, you would learn. I you'd do. have learned. You'd know that crazy cat lady just recently acquired a new set of tits. Mm-hmm. Nice ones too. Nice ones. No, she posted pictures 
of her. They're not like ridiculous basketball size tits. No, they're not like forty-four double G like no. massive breasts. They're like uh, just large enough to you know get like a second glance from every man on the planet. You know, I thought that she didn't really need them before, but uh, after she was, seeing them, she was fine. But after seeing them, you know, I'm I'm a fan. No, I'm I'm a, <laughs> I'm a total fan, and uh, you know, and she posted a bunch of pictures on the forum. But what interests me is the effect it has had on her libido. <laughs> so apparently it's like a girl will get a new set of fake a new set of tits, fake tits, whatever. Uh-huh. And next thing you know she's blown the UPS guy? I think so. But what happens when she walks into McDonald's? Blows the fry guy. <laughs> <laughs> the fry cook. The fry guy is one of those actual McDonald's mascots. I don't think he, maybe Bud Grimace, but I want to be a UPS guy. guy. Yeah, no, I've heard from multiple women that uh, UPS, it's kind of like a fireman thing. Like, it doesn't matter what you look like. Once you put the fireman outfit on, it'll get all hot and bothered. 50% of women out there are going to want to blow you immediately. What about the USPS? The United no, States Postal Service? Fuck those guys. <laughs> <laughs> the, the UPS, you know, UPS is a, is a private business and they have hiring standards. They only hire, like, you buff know, dudes. buff. Viral man. Guy's named Hank. Yeah. But the you know, the US Postal Service, they'll hire like Wilford Brimley. <laughs> no, they'll hire guys, work them to the point where they'll actually go home, buy a machine gun, and then we'll come back to work and kill everybody. Or Charles Bukowski. Or Bukowski, yeah. He'll start Nobody's writing. blowing that guy. <laughs> He'll start and, writing mediocre he, poetry. Right. <laughs> After he wrote a bunch of books, he's getting blown left and right. But not when he was a postman. But this guy's just delivering boxes, walking in, and here's a really hot girl with, you know, really nice, a nice rack. Yeah. That comes up and is like, yeah, you know, I want to suck your dick and you can blow up my mouth and all over my tits. That never fucking happens in my job. It's never once happened <laughs> in my job. And I've had blue collar jobs too. It never happened to any of those. No, I, mean, I don't know. I'm eager to Fuck see what me. the aftermath here. I'm jealous of the UPS guys. And yeah, I'm hornier than a cat in heat. And um, I think last podcast you told us to tell you guys our stories of like our bad experiences with like sex gone wrong or something like that well anyway um my boyfriend well my ex-boyfriend my last boyfriend he tried to put me in one of those pretzel positions and yeah like that's a good point yeah we're done you were my boyfriend when I had small tits (laughs) now I have big tits and you're in the small tit league buddy Sorry, but uh, hey, thanks for the $5,000 for the operation. Yeah, see ya. Sucka. <laughs> Have you met Hank? <laughs> the UPS guy. It works for see UPS. you later, Hank. <laughs> you just blew it all over my new tits. And I ended up dislocating my right shoulder. So basically went to the hospital and we're, as you know, I'm really familiar with the hospital. And they just popped it back in and put it in a sling and... There you go. That's my bad sex gone wrong story. So, keep it sick, keep it wrong, and talk to you guys later. Bye. You know, if I was uh, Crazy Cat Lady's boyfriend, and she dislocated her shoulder while I was trying to force her into a pretzel position, I would have, instead of taking her to the hospital, I've seen Lethal Weapon. 
Uh-huh. Mel so, Gibson uh, just smashed his shoulder against the wall and it went back in place. I don't. I don't right. think the emergency room was necessary. No, it's really not. But you know, crazy cat lady is no Mel Gibson. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> Do you think she would blow Mel Gibson? Oh yeah. <laughs> she said you have to wear the brown uniform. She's hornier than a cat in heat. No, just being Mel Gibson is enough. Trust me. So you know, I I, I don't remember why we were talking about. Um, I don't either. Sex injuries. They, you know, it, it tends. It was a week ago. Blurs. It, it, it does tend to blur into a big fog of uh, two years of wasted time. But yeah, it's you know, it's it's kind of more like three years. <laughs> three, <now>. okay. <laughs> don't start shaving years. But the first year, you know, I was into it. <laughs> that was when it was good. Yeah, that's when it was real good. But no, you know, I'm trying to think here. It's like. Um, Obviously, everyone sustained injuries, but... No, I haven't. <laughs> you never once sustained an injury? I've had, like, a bad leg cramp, but that just goes away. Yeah, I've got a couple of Charlie horses, but Jesus, I mean, what happens if you dislocate a girl's shoulder? I don't know. <laughs> I don't... I don't uh... you, know what, you know what happens? You buy her a new set of tits. That's what happens. <laughs> You're like, I'm sorry, baby. <laughs> don't leave me. Uh, what about uh, call number two here? Be Lance, what the fuck's up? Drunk line, hell yeah. And then I've been home since six o'clock. It's like seven thirty here, and I've had about ten beers. So I figured I'd call you. Impressive. I can still talk, but it's still early. Really? Hey, I got some fucked up shit, man. I don't even know where to begin. Tell you back when I was sixteen years old, I used to be a night herdsman at a dairy farm. Dude. A night herdsman at a dairy farm. At fifteen. Well, you know the farm that you start working young. <laughs> Do you have a job at fifteen? No, sixteen though. You know, I remember at fifteen years of age. My mother tried to get me a job as like a guy who puts potatoes in a bag at a potato farm in Michigan. You had to be up at like 5 a.m. I remember I went one day and I was like, Potato bagger. Fuck this shit. <laughs> I was just like, It's my summer. I'm going to sit at home and I'm going to watch TV and play Nintendo all right, day. Right, but how are you going to buy new Nintendo games? I was I was like, whatever, dude. I mean, you should, you should I'll just go rent the game. play Madden for the 5,000th time. For the, yeah, the 10 millionth time. Castlevania. Did they even have Madden back then for Nintendo? Tech Mobile. Tech Mobile, yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean, seriously, this kind of sounds like a serious job here for a 15-year-old. Do training in this guy overnight and the morning people came. And one of the heifers was giving birth to a calf. And heifer is a cow that never gave birth before. Fuck, dude. I was showing him, the other guy was showing him what to do when he starts pulling the calf out. Only the head and the shoulders came out. Well, the calf was too big to pull out. And only I knew it. And this new kid didn't know what was going on. The guy that was working on the actual dairy manager says, Who's got a pocket knife? I need a pocket knife. And the stupid kid that just started actually gave him the freaking pocket knife. I'm going, oh, dude, not cool. The actual manager took the knife out cut the head off the fucking calf, pushed it back in, and pulled it out and saved the cow's life. <laughs> Why do you have to push it back in? So that I get. Maybe the leg was stuck up against the, you know, the lips. It's a breech birth, right? I don't know. It no, if the head like is out, it's not breech. Breech is the way it comes out. But there's... Head is, what, head is the way it comes okay, out. Okay, so his shoulder is probably obstructed. It was just too big. It was like a post, uh, post-mature delivery. I'm surprised that he would choose to cut the calf's head off rather than widen... The vagina. The episiotomy. The episiotomy. Doesn't sound, did you think he was going to give her, give the uh, cow episiotomy? Yeah. Which has just got to be the worst thing if you're, you know, your wife or girlfriend is pregnant. If <laughs> you're in there in the delivery room. Be my ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> and the doctor goes, oh, 
you got a little problem, and you're like, oh shit, is everything all right? He's like, well, yeah, it's fine. It's just a little problem. We're gonna widen your wife's vagina. Your baby's got this massive head, <laughs> tiny little arms. Yeah, I don't know if you know this, Doc, but I have a tiny little penis, and you're gonna widen the vagina. Like that shit ain't gonna be right anymore. No, I guess I, they sew it back up. So, would you divorce her, like? In the operating room, or would you wait? Does it count as a, a divorce if I just leave and then <laughs> don't come back? You can just hear you can hear the car starting, like peeling out, just driving away. Yeah, those uh, you know like, the hospital. You hear the I hospital. Right now. You hear the hospital slippers slapping on the linoleum <laughs> first. Yeah, and then the peel out. That guy never did come back. <laughs> hey, I don't work in dirt Corp anymore. I got some more fucked up, sad stories to tell you guys later. Rock on, you guys are the best. You know, I, that, I think that would probably be my last day on the job as well. First and last day. Really? I'd be pretty impressed. Dude, could you imagine how disgusting that would be? That's to, why I would be impressed. <laughs> That's why I'd be impressed. Think of the story. How many times you would tell that story at the bar? Oh, no. I, I, I guess See? I probably I probably would be calling up a uh, podcast it. and being like, dude, you got to hear this. All right. We got uh, one, more, one? Right? one more, right? Yeah, one more call here. One more. Hey guys, what's up? This is Heather, the soccer mom. Soccer so I have a sick and wrong story for you, but it's a little different than the usual sick and wrong story. So, um, let's see if I can get through this. I'm a little bit fucked up. All right, you know- what's her usual sick and wrong story? Whether or not it's uh, ethically correct to cheat on her husband? <laughs> Isn't that what it is? Isn't that well, the she's usual? not saying it's not a usual sick and wrong story for her. It's not a usual sick and wrong story for the show. So she okay, tends so to... Not her songs fan. are normally wrong, not sick. Just <laughs> Tennessee hillbilly wrong. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's a pretty typical story for her, trust me. All right, you know how uh, like cheerleaders, like high school cheerleaders, or sometimes churches will have car washes, you know, in small towns, like in the McDonald's parking lot. Like the cheerleaders will be out there in their swimsuits and their bikinis like, yay, we're doing a car wash, come pay $5. I love that. I love that. Yeah, <laughs> Seriously. She makes a good point. It is, why are churches doing that? I guess I they got to make I, money. I, I don't, yeah, I mean, it's... Flash sells. It always blows my mind, but when's the last time you were, I guess it's probably the last time you are in a small town, like, in Yeah, uh, I mean, Michigan it's been a really long time, because it, I never see that shit out here. It was, I remember when uh, my dad lived in Saginaw, and I, I think I was, you know, graduated from college at that point, probably like 24 or 23. And I went back to Saginaw and uh, I drove back home and I was staying with him. And then up the street in front of McDonald's, there were like these high school girls in bikinis. Right. They were like doing a car wash. And I'm like, why would you go to another car wash? Like one of those machine car washes? (laughs) The machiners sometimes they'll have the the hand wash where it's like a bunch of Mexican dudes that are like (laughs) four and a half feet tall. And you're like... It's just your high school chicks in bikinis over there. That's a fucking teenager. <laughs> she's bare. She's not even legal. She's Look, totally illegal. A ti. If I want a burrito from a taco truck, <laughs> I'm going to the Mexican guys. I'm not even if there was a taco truck with chicks in bikinis, I'd still go to the Mexican guys because they know how to make a burrito. Yeah, damn good burrito. It's not entirely true. <laughs> I might try the one with the bikinis also. Once, what, if but, t- what if they're topless? Okay, sorry, Mexican taco <laughs> guys. You're you're been one up. I'll once have again. a flush taco, please. <laughs> I'll have a whatever. Just bend over and give me my change. I don't even care. Can I have some hot sauce? I'll pay five dollars for it. Pay five dollars or whatever and wash your car. Okay, well, we're driving down the road today, and there's a um, a crystals here in our town. A cri- crystal, which is basically the same thing as White Castle for those of you that it's a burger joint, it's a fast food place. So we drive by. Okay, there are four big. 
ladies in bikinis. And when I say ladies, I mean like 30s, okay? I think she's implying that 30s means really old. <laughs> problematic for us. I'm a bit offended by that. Washing cars. All their big black boyfriends are standing around. And their little biracial children are sitting on the curb watching. There's no sign or anything. It's family So fun. we're not really sure what they're doing. But they're just washing cars in the parking lot of the Crystal. And there's just something really sick and wrong about the whole thing. We still haven't figured out if they were trying to raise money for some I don't know, like maybe they needed to buy some 40s and I don't know, I don't know. Maybe they were with some organization or maybe they were just washing their own cars. <laughs> in, in, in front of everybody in the White Castle or Crystals. Or, I've never heard of Crystals before. Fat ladies in bikinis is just wrong altogether. And washing cars in a parking lot, it, it was just bad. So, okay, I'm done. You guys just keep up the good work, and I shall talk to you later. Bye. I think Obama needs to, to make, you know, he, he does a lot of, he makes a lot of statements to the, the black community. Community. <laughs> I don't want to watch my words. <laughs> You're going to offend some of our listeners. <laughs> But I think he needs to make a statement to the young black men of this country. And, you know, they, like, that they don't have to date fat white chicks? Come on, no. <laughs> People. Now, I'm the president of the United States, and I have a very attractive black wife and very attractive <laughs> black offspring. Now, I know my mother, you know, my father was black, my mother was white, but she was an attractive white woman, thin, she kept herself in shape. <laughs> Black men, I just want to say, <laughs> you do not have to date a fat woman just because she's white. No, no, no. no. But um, could you see him saying? He says, I'm a lot. Yeah, you know, um, he says a lot of, um, he stammers. Right. He's like, but not all of you are going to be professional athletes. That's, that might not happen, but stay in school, study hard, and you can actually have an attractive woman to have sex with yeah. at night. Not a big, fat, 400-pound, <laughs> urine-meth-smoking, fat, white slob. Now, now, um, if a woman comes up to you, a lot of you feel disenfranchised and, like, you don't have power, control over your life. But if a woman comes up to you and she's a, um, big, fat woman, you could say no, <laughs> even if she's white. All right, I'm out. A white woman isn't necessarily a status symbol. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Unless she looks like Megan Fox. <laughs> but you know you know what I wonder about, about about this call here? Do you think Soccer Mom is against race mixing? No. I think I, she, I, no, I no. I think she said she's... it was sick and wrong that black men were out there with these no, fat no, no, white no, women. No, 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 no. no. I she, think she's against race. No. Is she Aryan? <laughs> no. <laughs> she's saying she's against fat women in bikinis washing cars, which... I am too, except for comedic purposes. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Just for novelty's sake, I think I probably would have still pulled in and been like, I'm going to watch this. Would you have tipped? Oh, I, I would get my car washed and have my camera. No, I, I think I probably would have. But you know what my theory is? I bet I'd be willing to wager here that they were filming one of those like low-budget 
you know, amateur rap videos. Right. Like for some dude. Named, I like the Southern rap, by the way. Yeah, like some dude named like, you know, Big Whopper Chameleon Air or something. <laughs> it's just like, you know, have you ever seen those rap videos on YouTube? And there's yeah. always a big fat well, black they, guy. They do, them, like, they do them in Oakland, too. Yeah, they, no, exactly. And like, you know, the car, I bet you this was probably one of those, those videos. And it's like, you know, that's probably the dude's ladies. Put them in bikinis. They're washing... Yeah. Like cars that can have hydraulics they on them. Do, they do those videos in my neighborhood, downtown Oakland, too. And I always make a point to walk through with my white ass into the <laughs> shop with my briefcase and fucking work clothes. Like, hey, what's up, fellas? <laughs> Keeping it real OG style. Keeping it real OG style. Like, God damn it. I gotta, we got to like, do man, another we gotta fucking do take. shot again. God <laughs> damn, cracker. fucking ghetto. <laughs> So there you go, soccer mom. You know what? You should have stopped. You should have got your car washed, and I uh, should have just enjoyed it. Call this during the washing of the car. That'd have been well, nice. Well, taking some pictures and sending them. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'd have been nice. So people, call the Sick Wrong Hotline, 206-666-3846. We always love to hear from you. Uh, Wacker, we got a couple um, emails here that came to sickerwrongpodcasthotmail.com. One in particular I want to read because we don't get enough of these emails. Every now and then, I need the ego stroked a little bit more than it always is. Oh. Hey, Dean Lance, I've been plucking your podcast off the inner tube since episode 83. <laughs> Long time listener. It had gotten shitty by that point. <laughs> and in that time, several other shows I've loved came and went. Sadly, they didn't have the longevity of Sick and Wrong. Now, I'm not going to blow my load spewing out hyperbole describing how great you guys are. Suffice to say, you're genuine, fun, Easy banter beats the crap out of all the contrived bullshit that somehow found itself above you in the iTunes rankings. I agree with him there. What I really want to say is thank you. No, really, thanks, guys. (laughs) That's heartfelt. That's genuine. Did he send a check? That's sincere. (laughs) (laughs) Who's the Jew? I know it must seem like a chore sometimes, and Lance would probably rather be somewhere else occasionally. Occasionally. And God knows if it were me, I wouldn't be able to come back week after week and entertain as consistently well as both you do, as you both do. You essentially do it for free. Obviously not for the sexual favors of hot women. If only. Regrettably. Or for fame. If only. Also. <laughs> Other than podcraft fame, <laughs> which isn't necessarily fame. I think that's an oxymoron. Uh, so cheers to the Jew and to the geek. You owe us nothing but have given so much. Your show really does brighten up an hour and a half of my comparatively mundane existence each week. And no doubt, many thousands of others, too. Best regards, Craig. Uh, Maybe now is the best time to do this. I'm quitting the show. (laughs) Kill yourself. (laughs) Just kidding. So uh, big ups to you, Craig. Cheers. Uh, Second email here came from uh, Sexy Eddie. Um, I'm hoping it's a woman, but maybe it is a dude. No, it's a girl. So right here, it's a girl. Sexy. Maybe it's... No, it says Eddie. Eddie Hitler? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, guys. What's up? I realize you guys talk about retarded people a lot. I'm an 18-year-old girl, and I have cerebral palsy. I've had it all my life, obviously. I'm completely normal. I drive a car. I dress myself, etc. And I'm about to start studying for a degree. The only thing that is different about me is I have a dodgy left foot. So I walk with a slight limp. Just to be clear, I'm in no way complaining to you because I'm, I'm offended. I don't see myself as disabled in any way. Plus, you guys are fucking hilarious. The only reason I'm telling you this at all is that I thought you guys might be in, interested to know you have a CP listener. Or really, I just felt like sharing. <laughs> I feel bad now. 
Do you do you feel like we've offended her? Like you yeah, know, I, I feel I like do. she says she's not offended, but I feel bad. Well, I feel like we use the term retard. We really need to define liberally. the word retard and uh, use it according to the definition because we do throw it around too often. Well, like okay, someone who doesn't know how to tie their shoes, someone you know who obviously has mongoloid features, that's a <laughs> retard. Someone who. Okay, I, I guess it you, all. You told me a better definition. I think this, it all boils down before. to this. Yeah. Would you fuck a girl with Down syndrome? No. But would you fuck a hot girl who had cerebral palsy? Yes. That's. I think that there it is. But I would fuck somebody who didn't know how That's to tie their shoes. It's really. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, kind of good, but there, there are. Ex- I mean, somebody who has like horrible facial disfigurement, but has a very high IQ. But they're not retarded. No. Like Stephen Hawking, I fuck is he a either. retard? Well, I'm not going to fuck Stephen Hawking because he's a man. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a good, that's a good start. But no, I, you know, I understand, I understand what she's saying. She has cerebral palsy. She's studying for a degree. She drives a car. She just has a dodgy foot, so she walks with a slight limp. Right. She doesn't fit as and under the category of, re, of retard or and retard. And she's a fan of us, so maybe show. I would have a chance with her. And I, don't want, I definitely don't want to count her out. You don't want to blow that. Partner. So... My apologies, our apologies to you, sexy Eddie there. Um, you're not a retard, and uh, we, we never meant to call you one. People, if you haven't already, check out the Sick and Wrong forum. Right now, there's over 3,000 people on it. There's a lot of people on it. There's a lot of action on that forum. Um, if you want to see CCL's new big tits, they're there. You want to see some titties? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> you linked it right off the main page. Uh, people, thank you for subscribing to the show on iTunes and giving us so many comments. Uh, you actually do really help the show out. Keeping sick and wrong in the top 20. And uh, it, it is statistically, most people do find out about the show through iTunes. <laughs> they, they You know what they do? They, I've been thinking about changing that shit elephant picture. But everybody says that that's how they like found yeah, it. I was reading it, another it. thing on the forum. It's like, how'd you find out about Sick and Wrong? It's like, well, I was just kind of trolling through iTunes, and I saw this elephant taking a shit. I was like, God, <laughs> that looks awesome. <laughs> and it's like I've heard that time and time again. So you know, we that might as image well keep has it. been with us since the episode one. Yeah, <laughs> I think that was the first thing we ever came up with. <laughs> I also want to say big ups to uh, a fan named Rosalie, uh, who I'd like to see a picture of, hoping that that is if she's. Over 18. Uh, thank you, Rosalie, for uh, making the Wikipedia page for Sick and Wrong. You know, a lot of people have been like, why don't you have a Sick and Wrong Wikipedia page? And it's like, really? I kind of hate Wikipedia. I do. It's growing on me. It's but you, grow- you, we can't write it ourselves. You can't write an I article just, by yourself. I just don't want to Unless you're do, a politician. I just never wanted to take the time to make a Wikipedia. Plus, I don't even know how to do it. No, I don't and either. she went through and, uh, yeah, made us a Wikipedia page. So she says, I made an account for Wikipedia yesterday. It has to be at least four days old until I can publish it fully. So check it out at the end of the week, and then uh, everyone can anonymously edit it. So there you go, people. <laughs> uh, you can expect me to have be described as having a huge cock <laughs> by Sunday. Yeah, I'm wondering. I'm a little <laughs> fearful, actually, about what's going to come out by next week on our You're Wikipedia You're going to have a page. very small cock. <laughs> <laughs> she says there are little blue links that say edit on the page, I think. So, but there is. You can edit each paragraph. Uh-huh. So, people, there you go. Have fun. Go edit. I can't wait. The second wrong Wikipedia. <laughs> Wikipedia. Page. I've never had the urge to figure out Wikipedia until now. Now I have a burning urge. Well, I think there's going to be a lot of you, like pictures of you with trannies. <laughs> I, see, I see that happening. I'm not going to put those up. <laughs> she goes. I guess you guys have really made it now that you have a Wiki, Wikipedia page. Laugh out loud. 
So you had oh, to punctuate it with that's that That's kind of a backhanded thing. The backhanded LOL. I know. <laughs> so thank you, Rosalie, for uh, creating that Wikipedia page. I'm sure our fans are going to have some fun with that one. Are you allowed to post, like, pornographic images on no, Wikipedia? So no. people don't, okay? <laughs> Use some discretion here. Well, hopefully the images would just get taken down. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, there's a chance that they could just take down the whole thing, which would be Yeah, bad. so you don't want to do that. Uh, people, if you haven't already, get yourself a Sick and Wrong t-shirt. We only have a couple mediums and some smalls left. And printing the new shirts next week. There's going to be some new stickers. We're going to be launching a new Sick and Wrong Cafe Press store. And this isn't an empty promise. It's going to be coming up soon. You're going to like the new t-shirts. So if you don't want to order one right now, just hang out. A couple weeks, we'll have some more. Or if you want uh, one of the final uh, pieces that we have of the old design, get a medium <laughs> or a small. You've got to be a tiny person. <laughs> Um, the Sick and Wrong store is right on the main page. Finally, here we're going to end the show with the Sick and Wrong song of the week sent in by a guy who calls himself Rudiger Glasscock. Rudiger Glasscock. It's got to be a pseudonym. Maybe, maybe not. He writes, hey, Dean Lance, I love the show. Jim Carroll and Patrick Swayze died this week. True. Who do you think's next? Maybe Kanye? <laughs> you know, I was thinking about this. Do you think of Kanye West... Died of a drug overdose tomorrow. Do you think people would be upset? Yeah, I do. Do you think it would vindicate him in the public's eye? Yeah, I do. I'm actually a Kanye West fan. I don't. People hate him, but whatever. I think his music is catchy and uh, better than your average hip hop. You but like what those the fuck shades, though, with the lines? He's like, got some things. weird fashion nylon magazine shit going on. I, I could care less, but he's got that bald, hot girlfriend. You ever see her? No. Yeah. Really? He has a bald girlfriend? Well, he's just into this weird thing, you know. It's just Is being it, a bizarre character. Does he have like, cerebral palsy or something? I know there's something wrong with him. If you ever look at his face, he's got a very fucked up face. Yeah, like, there's a big something, underbite there's something or something. Wrong. And some weird uh, swelling of the cheek and chin bones. So you don't think he's a jackass for, like the president said, for interrupting this 17 year old's acceptance speech? I'm kind of leaning towards the fact that that was a big hoax. You think it was fixed? No, it was just a publicity stunt. I mean, who the fuck... When was the last time you thought about the MTV Video Music Awards? I mean, never. Probably actually not since... Ten years Russell ago. Russell Brand hosted, I thought about it. Well, that, that was last year. <laughs> Two years ago? Two years ago, he did it. I, I didn't even the first ca- I even thought I didn't even about care it. about that. But this is like... Now everybody's talking about it. So I, I really think it was staged. So you think the government also... Bombed uh, the Twin Towers in 9-11. Yeah, and I, th- I think the Holocaust is a hoax. There's no moon landing. It's all on the same level as the Kanye West VMA outburst. You're totally correct. So um, he says, can you play People Who Died by the Jim Carroll Band as the sick and wrong song of the week? You can dedicate it from Jim to Patrick Swayze. Love Are you a Jim Carroll fan? You know, I never really... Um, See the movie? Never was really in Jim Carroll band. I did see The Basketball Diaries. I didn't. Leonardo Di- DiCaprio was this there. This is one of those junkie glorification movies. No, Jim Carroll was one of those street junkies. Fancy himself an author, a poet, and a punk People musician. like him, I, I just don't Dude, know. Patty Smith loved him. That's why he started I, yeah, the Jim Carroll band. I like band. Patty Smith, and I, I don't know... I just don't know him, but... Uh... So maybe if I gave him a shot. I, you know, this is kind of a cool song. I'd, I'd never really heard it. But were you more upset to hear that uh, Jim Carroll died or Patrick Swayze? Swayze all the way. <laughs> Dude, Roadhouse. Right. Everybody's going to say, oh, Wackily likes Dirty Dancing. He's a fag. Roadhouse, and more importantly, Red Dawn. That's what I was about to say. A lot of people, they, as soon as they hear Swayze, they think Dirty Dancing. 
They think Roadhouse. Right. Which is good. You should associate him with Roadhouse. Roadhouse but is But he badass. was in Red Dawn. He was in The Outsiders. He was even Black in... Dog? Um, Donnie Darko. I don't remember that. He played a motivational speaker and a closet pedophile in that movie. I kind of remember that. Yeah. And he played Alan Quartermain in the 2004 version of King Solomon's Mind. <laughs> <laughs> Straight to video. So there's a lot of things going on there with Patrick Swayze. But yeah, you know. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Decomposition. Yeah, no, now he's just uh, decomposing. But there you go. We're going to play uh, end the show here with People Who Died by the Jim Carroll Band. Thank you, Rudiger Glasscock, for uh, sending that in. Um, people, stay tuned next week. We'll be back with episode 193 here of Sick and Wrong. Until then, take it, please.
Subway train, and Eddie gets slid in the jugular vein. 